0: And we're back for another episode of Meatball Thoughts. I'm your host, Tomas Sebastian. And with me today, I have co-worker, audio guru, my audio guru, um, Twitch streamer, cook extraordinaire, Mr. Graham Bumstead. Bummy, say hello. Hello,
1: hello, hello. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> and sultry. Quite, that's quite the introduction there, man.
0: Um,
1: which? My introduction my introduction your introduction for me oh
0: okay I was like, boosting yeah. me yeah They well, have to yeah. um i mean first and foremost thank you very much for showing me how to use i mean people might notice some some audio improvements um fucking I now have two proper microphones, an interface, and some more software on the computer that makes it all work. He certainly does. (laughs) So like it's I'm I'm very appreciative, especially most people that know me, they'll know that I don't have any kind of tech bone in my body. But I'm like, I want to do fun stuff with technology, but I don't know how to.
1: Um yeah, I guess I'll kick it in to elaborate a little more on that. Like I've been so stoked to have you over. Mm. Um for the listeners, uh Tomas's he was over yesterday and like he said, got himself to ball and microphones, uh oh. brand new audio interface. And I've just had a blast. Um he said he was a little shy, like hesitant asking for the info I had, and I told him to get that out of his head that I'm just more stoked to show you what I know. Yeah. Like I even I promote that a lot even on my Twitch channel. Is yeah. that like what's I what's the what's of, the name of your Twitch? Papa G Sauce 69 <laughs> at Twitch TV. Uh my famous line for that one is Papa because there's there's grays in the beard now and I'm bald. Yeah, true, true. Uh G Sauce because I'm a chef. G yeah. obviously the first initial Graham. Yeah. And 69 because my birth year was taken. and every guy ever was a 69 69 69 69 69." you know (laughs) what i've I've honestly i've considered multiple times rebranding as many people that there's for as many people that love it there's just as many that are like yeah not impressed lame
0: um no but one reason i mean outside of the obvious as like a thank you i mean not that the 12 people listening isn't really a thank you but um more of like um i'm i'm curious i think in relation to food um you know this podcast is relatively about food the industry that kind of vibe it's about meatballs it's it's all about meatballs (laughs) um what what kind of what's your favorite meatball recipe um no but it's my my thought was Because you've literally, you've been at the restaurant for what, a month now?
1: Like exactly. Exactly, Exactly, you've worked four
0: weeks. um, Four weeks worth of service, four weeks worth of a new space. I feel it's like, it's one of those things that I was curious to get your take on because it's, you know, you've been, what, cooking professionally for over a decade, what, 12, 13 years? Yeah, about that. that like so like
1: 14 makes me feel old as fuck right yeah i know i'm like literally half (laughs) my life
0: has been spent in kitchens i'm like
1: such a greaseball
0: um but to to kind of explain what it feels like to walk into a space that um because ben jake and i are so comfortable with each other Mm -hmm. and we know each other's Strengths and weaknesses and all that kind of jazz. Mm -hmm. Like what, what, what is, what is it like learning a new restaurant after being offline so long?
1: It's um, we actually well, lucky enough, we kind of spoke about this yesterday, Mm -hmm. just the two of us. So I was able to kind of gather some thoughts on it. But um, nerve wracking is like the first thing I'll say. Is that's that's just me. Obviously, I'd say like. As much as the nerves were going like excitement, hmm. Um, to give a bit of a backstory, I was in like somewhat of a fine dining, like a similar setting. Um, Not to call it fine dining, but like home style food, but just cooked really, really well. Yeah. The Gabardine. The Gabardine. Yeah. Everyone,
0: um, most people in the city will fucking know the Gab. Yeah. But like, like
1: most people speak pretty highly. R.I.P. Right? Yeah. R.I.P. the Gab. Lucky for them actually closed the doors just before the pandemic hit. Uh, yeah. Luckily, yeah. But um, so was in in a similar kitchen setting for like the better part of a decade. Wow. And then, like I said, they closed the doors about two months, I think, before the pandemic hit. Hmm. I'd kind of told myself I was going to take two, three months off and kind of decide what I was going to do as my next step. Yeah. Um, Almost debated getting out of the industry. Um, Still kind of in that process. Love the industry, like love food, but yeah. just know I can't do what I'm doing right now until yeah. I'm 40 or 50 years old 100 um well it's the physicality but, of it right? th- that's just it the physicality like like yeah. I said I've worked there what four weeks now look at my left hand pal <laughs> <laughs> yeah, burns true. galore Burn, burns to bacon grease all over me um but yeah so we got out of the fine dining setting basically due to the pandemic mm. um through a friend of a friend got I'd say luckily got me a job uh, working for a catering company mm. that we spoke of. Yeah. Um, they mainly deal with the film industry. I won't go too into detail on in that, just other than it was absolute chaos. Yeah, um, Basically because we were dealing with like a creative field, it's like everything a restaurant would hate. Dude, isn't it's that crazy? Because like you you're like literally the
0: there. two like, creative fields bouncing off each other. You're mm-hmm. just like... And one is just... Because the one is throwing all the money at the other, you're like... Yeah, yes, I guess, just, you're just, I uh, guess. Just
1: it. you're you're not at some points it felt like you're not a human, like you're mm. just there to serve them. Doesn't matter what happens in between as mm. long as like they're. And it really was that it's all unionized. So like they literally uh. do like they prepay for meals and like their extended contracts and whatnot. And like if we're late or miss a service, it's like the owner just literally gets fined. Like that day and the like fines are like five and ten K stuff like that. Yeah. Jesus it's insane. Christ. And when I say this, I'm meaning like cooking food for three thousand people yeah. and like halfway through a working day, like those numbers could either drop three or four hundred people, they could go up four or five hundred people and like or everything they, or they could cancel it all together. Or they could cancel it altogether. But we're not, and if they are to cancel, we're not allowed to serve them the food that we had prepped for them because it's all based on an app where everybody eating orders the day before. Uh, Do you know what I mean? So, oh, like so if then they that, were to cancel, uh, they they had seen a menu 48 hours earlier with all that product on it. I would know that they so were sketchy. be Do you know what I mean? So it like that's such a weird system. I've never seen. Like I mean, if, so if, much wasted labor, mm-hmm. I've never seen so much wasted food, and it's just like well, the that's, craziest thing I've ever been a part of. Well, and you and you,
0: I think you were telling me, and like we don't need to name names or anything, but it's like you were telling me about this. I think you know in your first couple of weeks. And it was just like you could see in your eyes like it just because you came from a place that gave a shit about food. Yeah. So then you just you go to a place that then feels like, oh, food is just like, sure, food is fuel. We all need to eat and all that jazz, right? Like, but there can be love in food and there's no love attached to that kind of food. Uh, Yeah,
1: That it was my first experience with I i just say like mass quantity cooking. Mm. And it's not to say that there's not mass quantity cooking done extremely well because yeah. there is. Yeah. But um because few, of the few, nature, and yeah, <laughs> few and far between. Yeah, <laughs> few and far between far between. But because of the nature of this place, yeah, it's just impossible. Mm. Like it literally is impossible. And yeah. even think about like if one or two of those shows cancel, we don't even have the facilitation to like store that food. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Because like it, because literally it's so the meant- next morning at 5. AM. Yeah. That much more is showing up for the next day. Like, Jesus Christ. And like I say, even with the ordering, like think about, I would sit there till six o'clock doing ordering. Yeah. And the next morning, like 60% of the work would just mean nothing because the numbers have all changed. Like the first, the first part of the day was like, okay, gather up the shows that are leaving first See what we're short and make sure we can get a head start on the ordering for the next yeah. day. And whatever we're short, like someone's gotta be here at four AM to make sure they divvy all God, that. Damn it. Yeah.
0: That just sounds like a logistical yeah.
1: fucking nightmare, man. So um yeah. Me, so, so needless to say you're happy you're place. happy to be around yeah <laughs> i kind of got sidetracked there um, oh no, that's okay just reminiscing on maybe yeah, the reasons yeah, it's fine the reasons i left in the first place no
0: but i think but it's important to recognize those reasons i think mm-hmm. for anybody who's thinking about making a transition either in out or um like if you're getting into food if you're getting out of food if yeah. you're if you're staying in, if you're staying out, whatever, like it's important to weigh those kind of, those factors of whether it's, whether you're like, okay, am I willing to sacrifice like all of my creativity? If I'm going to get paid bank for a while or do I just need a job or do I, do I just want to fucking sacrifice whatever it is in the given moment so that I can have a little more stability down the line or what, or have a little more creativity later on in life or exactly. what, whatever the case is. Yeah. I think it's important for people to hear that though. It's like, look, man, you can, sure. You can feed fuck tons of people and I mm-hmm. guarantee it got you a lot of reps or at least when I hear it, I think it probably got you a lot of like reps in like dealing with crisis mode
1: hundred percent like you
0: can probably operate damn well in crisis mode oh big time
1: (laughs) and honestly like i'll say i feel like i'm just completely shit we haven't said names or anything but i feel Mm -hmm. like i've done nothing but shit talk but um yeah i find with most kitchens not all but most it's like it's the people that make the place not Mm -hmm. the place like maybe the service and like everything that goes on as a whole is like what makes the place Mm -hmm. obviously the staff contributes to that a shit ton yeah um the people at that place were amazing and the head chef there did tell me she said they called me restaurant boy the whole time i worked there because they were just like you're like we can tell like i didn't i lost weight working there because they're like we can tell because i didn't want to eat the food like we talked about how on like i've just and kind of to tie back into what you said is even me kind of being in limbo with whether i want to be in the industry or Mm -hmm. not like i will say what's kept me in is like obviously the passion for food yeah for food like yeah. and I think what I was missing being in the catering is that like passion per plate and knowing that like the person you're serving is like in the same building like in the same yeah, yeah. As you, like sort of if you like, if you had to you could look that person, person in the eye, in the eye ask yeah I asked them how their meal was mm-hmm. where for the three and a half ish years I was there it was like I just didn't fathom that I was like making 3,000 3, salads, hundreds for somebody, of pounds yeah. of bulk food Oof. that like went on to like blue racks that were packed onto trucks yeah. and like picked up and just driven all over Ontario. Like it's I never just... once cooked for someone directly, Oof. and it just like it wasn't it it's wasn't so direct. odd. It's... And like you said, the money was great, the people were amazing, but just for me, like I said, they called me restaurant boy the whole time I was there. Well,
0: and you just you can tell that, and when you start at a diner, it's like. I mean, you're still kind of have started, still, still started, but like, we haven't even really gotten into that. I think I still suck. I'm scared. <laughs> it's okay. The fear, the fear is necessary. Um, it means I care. The, well, I mean, <laughs> to an extent, fuck yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, because if you're not, if you're, if you want, if it frustrates you to do work that you know you can do better, then yeah, of course, yeah. it's it's good to have a little bit of that oh, fuck kind of mentality. But it's like. I think. I think. I don't know. It's like when 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 you're starting at the diner, like you can just tell that you you hadn't been around passion for a while. Yeah. Or passionate people, I should say. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Maybe maybe there is passion in the catering for the, is, owners the owners because the owners are making yeah. bank or yeah. whatever. But like, um a different version of passion something that puts that does its best to put the food first yeah so maybe it just been a minute and you're like oh fuck yeah i just gotta like i gotta like readjust a little bit or like what what were some of your first thoughts because you are an experienced cook like you you've been cooking like we said for basically half our fucking lives yeah exactly so like is it one of those things that you're like, okay, I know it's gonna take this. I know it's just gonna take me time to get used to. Or you're like, fuck, maybe I get, maybe I don't have it anymore. Or what, like, what, what and were some of the thoughts?
1: That's that's a great, like, I like the way you asked that kind of. Um, like I said, just being, I know myself really, really well. Mm-hmm. I know I'm like a, like a visual, like at the same time, I'm a visual learner, but at the same time, like very hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, when I left the Gabardine and started at that catering company was when I was debating, I'd say at the most, hmm. me getting out of the industry, Yeah. um, working at that catering company, like I said, just kind of reignited my passion for actual food, made me realize like, that's, yeah. that's kind of the reason I'm here and we're not doing it here. So I need to work <laughs> elsewhere. Yeah. Um, right off the bat, starting at the diner, I think I just lucked out with like the group of people, like the group of people that is in there Hmm. I'll say has been like a huge help for me. Um, aside from the nerves, it's just the chit board. It's service. It's been like almost four years out of service and like that sense of urgency, getting used to listening for the chip machine again. Yeah. like I've (laughs) had nightmares for years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And again, me working with Marcella for a decade, like, yeah, Seeing that little uh, five foot monster punching in fucking four. No, I'm just okay. <laughs> punching in six Mar- tables Mar- at Marsh once. It's all Oh, so she can't I love
0: it, yeah.
1: But um, yeah, for me, it's just that sense of urgency of that. We're doing a service. Hmm. The biggest thing that I knew was going to take me a while, like I'm sure I hope you would agree that like the recipes are coming quicker. Like the ones I do on the daily, like they'll become muscle memory in no time. Like it's the fit, the actual line work and just getting my chits down again. Yeah. Like is basically it because the four years, and I think a reason a lot of chefs move over to catering is there is a sense of urgency, Mm -hmm. but not that sense. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Diners. Well, diners are
0: different, man. Even like it took me, like i've been at the diner for 3 years now mm-hmm. i think this week is actually 3 years um and two of those years have been fucking pandemic shit i didn't really get my like the diner speed for the first year yeah like it was and that's not to say that it'll take you that long i i don't think it will um just based on your movements and and watching your your body flow through the kitchen like it, it's not going to take you that long oh fingers crossed but it's um <laughs> but it's it's something that i think a lot of people don't they don't factor in i guess sometimes like certainly i was like oh yeah like i can i can work and like before i started at the diner it's like yeah i've worked at a bunch of different kitchens i've worked fast-paced kitchens i've worked mm-hmm. high-end shit i've worked High end shit that is super fast paced that you're like you better be on fucking point for service today. yeah um because if, if you're not shit is n- is not going to be yeah. a good night and for anybody we're getting yeah. drunk later to forget all about it but um <laughs> which is four nights a week <laughs> <It is. laughs> I mean for me back in the day yeah, it was like six nights a week but um but like it's it was one of those things that like diners like breakfast is a different speed. Yeah, like, cause like I'm sure you remember brunches at the fucking gab, oh, and yeah. like, I've, and I've worked at how everywhere. fucking bananas were those. Like, you're like, if you're not ready by the time we open, yeah, shit is gonna suck for us. Exactly, and yeah. like, I think that was one thing where you know most restaurants I worked at, you know, you'd have a, a five or ten minute buffer, but like, f- not at the brunch day. is a different different thing. Beast. Yeah, which like. I didn't realize initially. Yeah. I was
1: just like, yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. And see, like to kind of tie back into when you at like tying back into when you asked if I think I can still do it or whether it's just mm. that I'm a little bit nervous yeah. for how long it'll take me yeah. because of the 10 12 years experience like yeah. working the line at other places doing those services. Um I know I can do it. Yeah. But the other thing is tying back into what we're speaking of now is um, the difference between a brunch service and a dinner service. Hmm. And like the spit, you know what I mean? It like I like spoke of that in the, the diner first, the the other first two
0: like, weeks you were at the diner. We were on nights nights and you're, and it was like, it was more chill. Like still there's a sense of urgency, there's but like that sense of urgency, but, but I mean, there is that like, all right, like these people are chilling.
1: They're having a drink. They're, they're they bought a bottle appetizer. of wine. They're fucking yeah. chilling. You know out. They're here for an hour. Yeah. At least, at least.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So it's like if we don't give them their food in fifteen minutes, yeah. they're not going to be butthurt. They're just going to have a few more sips brunch, of wine and keep
1: chatting, yeah. right? Where those brunch lunch rushes, oh, it's like bro, and even people in the dining room feel that sense of urgency. There's a line at the door. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. people are in there <laughs> eating their food at eleven. At eleven
0: a.m., they're like, "Oh yeah, I was standing in that line, so I better eat quick no, and exactly get the fuck it. out." Yeah, yeah. still um, keeps man.
1: reminding me of that joke. When it's um, Again, I won't give I won't give any names of places away, but at a breakfast <laughs> restaurant, big line of people. And there was a clearly a very intoxicated man, I wanna say like mid fifties, who kinda hobbled past the crowd of people and looked at everyone and said, You're all fucking crazy for waiting in line for eggs. <laughs> well, especially everybody, especially that place. Yeah, you know, exactly. especially that place. Their eggs are and everybody in line subpar at best
0: everything in that moment like like six people leave and they're like yeah "Yeah, this is a good point let's go find
1: a sandwich somewhere else that's funny um i'm gonna bring a backup though Yeah, yeah, um starting at the diner though has i've been nothing but like overall like excited um like with you like i say i think i lucked out with the group of people that are in there you and ben like you said you guys just know each other inside and out everywhere in between you know what i mean right now i think it's like. (laughs) For me, it was it was nerve wracking the first few, but now I find in a sense just like more comical. Yeah. In a way, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you guys have kind of welcomed me in so much mm-hmm. that I'm like, I definitely don't feel like excluded from the group. Yeah. So just as like uh not knowing anything, looking in, it's like you guys are fucking hilarious hell- You got a good thing going on. Yeah. Just yeah. like more stoked to be a part of it. Like Yeah,
0: well, I think and and that's the tricky part too. I think for a lot of people, finding that New addition to either their own personal life. Like for you, you're like, look, I want to bring fucking food back into my life because it makes me happy. I want to cook good food. I want to eat good food. Like the amount of times at the diner, I'm sure this is probably like a lingering thing from previous, from the previous spot you were at, from the catering, because you're like, I don't want to eat the food. So then now at the diner, you're just like busy, busy, busy. And then you just go home without making a sandwich. And like the last two, three days, I was like, fucking make yourself a sandwich, dude. Like fucking eat. Yeah. Eat, cause oh, yeah. you know it's good. Fucking eat 100%, it. Yeah. So it's like, but um, but no, it, I mean, hey, first of all, thank you. I'm not very good at taking compliments, so thank you. This is true. Um, I more often than not just end up making you, you fun. You just of get awkward. You just yeah. get weird. Well, I just like because <laughs> it's something that in the past my ego was so inflated. Yeah, that a compliment. I was just like, yeah, of course I'd fucking get that. It's like, yeah, and now I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. It could have been better, or whatever. It's yeah. like it's finding that balance of like just saying, hey, thanks, yeah, well, and from I appreciate. Now on, it. I won't say anything. Yeah, yeah, don't say anything. Don't say anything, say don't any say any anything fucking nice at work <laughs> at all. Let's just scream at each other. Yeah, Rochelle would be so confused. Um, she like, what the fuck? They were so fine last week. Yeah, then they ended up recording something and somebody. Somebody got mad.
1: And even bringing that up, like Rochelle, like, because again, pastry chef, like (laughs) all the jokes float around that like not part of the team, you know what I mean? But it's so clearly obvious. She's like the best. She's a fucking savage. I I love. Dude, she's really awesome. Her cake she made on the
0: weekend, like that carrot cake is fire um and the fucking and the birthday cake and the birthday cake for her and jake was like yeah i
1: felt bad when i got it i'm like did i take too big of a slice i'm like no it was a pretty big like
0: dude i took i took a slice too jake was like yeah yeah take some like i don't want to eat half a cake um and like which is totally fair rightfully, rightfully so it's like yeah she made it for him and her but also like to share with everyone she said
1: the aries babies it's so fucking good, man. Was what was it? Like vanilla cake with mango? It was, like mango it was, I
0: think it was um like a sponge, vanilla mm. sponge or something. I don't know. Delicious. I don't know. It was real white people cake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, it was like vanilla, mango, three ways. I think she made like a mango jam. Um just dice mango and then like a something else with mango.
1: Oh but it was God. so fucking good. It was heaven. It was so good. Yeah. It was so airy. When I cut and my so slicer, good. like you might want a hot knife. I was like, I don't need it, pal. This thing's like cut in air. I, really <laughs> yeah. so I was just like, pop like <laughs> right through.
0: Yeah. I did the same thing. But um, but no, yeah. And I think that's that's one thing that certainly I'm more cognizant of now because the previous baker, um, he was he was a great dude, but like he was a little, I think he kind of got kept on the outside of conversations to a degree or like maybe conversations just flowed differently because he had a different love for food. Mm-hmm. Like I I've said it before, I'll say it again and I, he'll never listen to this. So it's like, um, but he was, a, he's a guy who got good at baking and did it because he could make some money at it. Yeah. Whereas Rochelle is someone who loves baking. Yeah. Like she, you can clearly tell that she yeah. loves the science of it. She loves the aesthetic of it. Yeah. She loves, she loves eating, perfecting it. it. She yeah. loves eating it. She loves everything about yeah. it. Um, maybe, maybe not everything, but like, you know, obviously I don't, yeah. I, I don't, the love everything. I don't love everything about, about hours, fucking kitchens. Aside like, from the hours. Yeah. You know, maybe you'd like to sleep in a little more, but it's like, it is what it is. For for a baker job, the the diner is a pretty pretty decently hour yeah. baker job, but yeah. um, but no, it's like you can clearly tell, and I think it's easier to bring someone like Rochelle into the conversational fold of food. And oh, cool, you're thinking about this for that. Oh, what if we, you know, like I was talking uh with uh with the front house manager the other day. And I was like, you know, I'd like to do this special in the summertime. Once we have enough veg from the farm. And then, um, Jake and I were also talking about doing a tartar last fall, but then like all the veg went away and you're like, eh, yeah, we want to have veg from the farm. So like, we've got radishes coming in. We've got greens coming in. We can start doing a tartar with like mm-hmm, some, mm-hmm. like some fresh lettuce, like lettuce cups and the baguette that Rochelle makes, which is fucking fire. And like, and then just, like, some radishes and then some, like, some fresh herbs in there. And, like, all the stuff, it can just be, like, you the most Ontario... On get that yolk on hell there, Hell yeah, dude. And, like, farm fresh eggs now, yeah, too. That's it's, me. like, you can, like, we'll just use the farm eggs for that. Like, we wouldn't use the the bought eggs, the the Conestoga eggs, even though they'd be wicked tasty for that. It would just be, like, you'd have to... It would be the most like Ontario tartare that I've probably ever ever had from the beef to the eggs, to the herbs, to the veg, to the everything, to the to the fucking bread, to the everything. Right. And it's it's shit like that, that when you start introducing someone new like Rochelle, who has a fire and has a passion or yourself, who's like, I want to get back to fucking food I love. Mm-hmm. And like someone like myself who's already like, okay, I know what Ben's gonna say to whatever the fuck someone says or I don't know, but I have a good I have an educated guess yeah, as to what he'll think His or say and be, how yeah. how do I have to form it so that I can make that person person's like dream or wish or something come together so that we can all kind of have fun. And work hard and cook tasty food. Yeah. It becomes this weird little dance that, like, oh, re- yeah. I don't even fucking know how to do at this point. Like, I, I yeah, I yeah, kind of do. You've got an idea. I've got, an, got idea. an idea. I've got an idea, but like, this brings it back to the whole like compliment thing where you're like, mm-hmm. you know, thank you for doing whatever the fuck. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But like, I'll fucking, yeah. it's not as good as it should be or could be or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. It becomes this thing of like, taming the ego but allowing it to shine only slightly so that i don't come off as like a human piece of
1: garbage i get what <laughs> you know what I mean we're, we, we kind of spoke about like, that yesterday when i was saying uh, like dude. that kind of ties into yesterday when i was saying um whether it's to do with ego or like whatever's going on in your like culinary endeavors is that reminder that like when you're in someone else's restaurant is that like you're cooking their food mm. yeah. which is like a huge thing for a lot of like mm. it just in my in my experience like I haven't worked in too many places where it's been like a revolving door mm. by any means you know the gab I mean? the like gab was a there a lot of, of long haulers below. oh yeah i think um Like a good 70, 80%. Oh, like 85, closer to 90. Yeah. Like the only ones that really came and went were it's like the odd server, like Busser, but like the kitchen staff, like the main, it was, I I think four of them, four people opened the place. I started six months after they had opened. Yeah. And there might've been like three, four people in my decade there, like in and out of the kitchen. Wow aside but myself that didn't and, that didn't
0: stick around for yeah. and they probably stuck around for a good couple, of, couple years. of years
1: like four or five years stuff like that yeah and yeah. then they were like hey i'm gonna go do and my own thing at the same time it was like myself and three of those main four oh, wow were there the whole time wow yeah
0: i mean but that says something right it's like yeah. sure every restaurant is going to be chaotic and every restaurant is going to have its ups downs and like mm-hmm. shitty situations Un- undoubtedly yeah. and i'm sure it was no exception yeah but, like, to know that is to be like to to just know you're like, yeah, no, like eighty five ninety percent of the staff were there almost the, the entire time. fucking time, yeah, like, yeah, I think March was there what, eight years, yeah, like that says Ridiculous something, man, sad. like that's
1: no it was and again like i said earlier it's um it's like the people that make the place for the most part it can be the nicest like and this isn't just involved in kitchens i feel like any yeah. work aspect like yeah. you can be working in the nicest building in the world but if you're if it's filled with a bunch of shitheads you might not want to be there you yeah. know what i mean totally but um I, I just have a super similar vibe with the diner too. Nice. Oh, well, hey
0: man, like that's super nice. I appreciate that. East enders. fucking <laughs> Eastenders. It is, man, dude. I'm telling you, there's <laughs> a, there's a different energy that the East End has to the West End, and I've been telling West End friends this for the last two years at least, Been yeah. like, yeah, the West End, it's fun, it's nice, but like, yeah. for me, it's nice that it's twenty minutes away. <laughs> it's like. It's not, it's, it's just a different vibe, all energy. And don't get me wrong. There's, there's fucking hipster douchebags out in the East end here too, that are oh, like, they're everywhere. you don't want to talk, you don't <laughs> want to talk to. And like, honestly, I probably am one, but like, you just like, it's just different. It's just different. It's a different energy. And the West end is a little more flashy and, It's not my vibe anymore. It was, it was for the better part of a decade. Yep, same early twenties. Um, early twenties, I was all about it. Yeah, but like now, I'm like, nah. -hmm. I get, I I like that my neighborhood shuts down by 10 p.m. Yeah, exactly. And is like
1: kind of a ghost
0: town on Mondays. And yeah, yeah, like like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. And I feel
1: like, well, and that's, but I know both of us came from like a smaller mm -hmm. northern town originally. That you know what I mean. I feel like the East End is kind of that nice mix of both. Mm. in a sense, like there's pros yeah. and cons. Very pros super, and super neighborhood obviously. vibes. Yeah, but but like I think part of the reason. Lots I of families. Love, yeah. Part Tons of the reason of I families. fell in love with the East End is it's just all young families. If it's not a baby in a stroller, it's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's like
0: it's it really <laughs> a dog is. In a it's a just, it's just real dogs
1: nice. and babies everywhere. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And like really nice restaurants. Yeah. And like, That's, but no, no restaurant out here is trying
0: to be like that super like maybe I I wouldn't even say they're pretentious. Like Lake Inez is it's a little more upscale, but like wicked fucking tasty. Or exactly, Winona, yeah. same deal. Like yeah, you get a little more attention to detail than like some a place like the nose or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. But it's fucking wicked tasty. Like Yeah. So it's it's kinda it's warranted. You're like, yeah, well, I don't want to pay fucking for a fish dish you're like yeah but these people get good fish and they treat it nice and why not like why wouldn't you that's it seems stupid to fucking
1: and that's that's kind of it for like I don't eat out in nicer restaurants maybe as often as I should yeah or could rather could yeah Yeah. should should
0: Um, we don't use the word should on the podcast because it's not good okay
1: you shouldn't I mean you (laughs) could yeah I like it anyways I like that though um yeah, you, but I feel you like could that's eat why, it. Why like you go to those places is because yeah. like say maybe you could cook that dish for yourself at home, but yeah. to go grocery shop and buy like you know what I mean, you're not gonna buy a yeah. portion's worth of those ingredients. <laughs> and it'll end up costing you a hundred dollars in groceries to yeah. make that dish for you and your loved one at home. Yeah. So once in a blue moon you fucking go out yeah. yeah. stuff.
0: Well, and like Treat yourself. And the beauty of the West Side is like I don't feel obligated to like dress nicer like oh, i literally like, yeah. i'm wearing like the most casual fucking pants right now mm-hmm. i've got cherry socks on yeah and i'm wearing a sweater yeah that i would go to, to any restaurant in the east like i yeah. just have a hoodie on i'm like I'll, I'll go anywhere and not be at a place it's yeah but if i go dress like this on like King West or Queen West yeah, or Yorkville, fucking yeah. or Yorkville. Oh my yeah. god, fuck that shit. <laughs> exactly. I don't I don't eat food in Yorkville. Or like That's you go hilarious. some some places that like um like even even now kind of Dundas West. Like yeah, it's getting there. Like it's getting kind of douchey. Yeah, uh, no offense, West End people. And I'm there every week actually. I was in the, <laughs> I was in the West End earlier today looking after my I'm w. not saying anything. But um but like I, I I would feel and maybe that's myself putting that on 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 me, but it's like you I feel like underdressed if I went out in those places, whereas yeah. like I could go anywhere in the East End dressed how I'm dressed now it's, and feel uh, yeah. comfortable as fuck.
1: And I also again I've, I feel like I've said tying into, but um, yeah, back into a reason I think I stayed at the Gabardine maybe so long, and a reason why I like the diner so much is. Because of that kind of home style sense Mm, and the way that like I'll even say like Sunday, you guys naming out some of the regulars and just say some of the some of the like East End higher ups that I would have no idea when I say higher ups, I just mean other restaurant owners stuff like that, that I would have no idea. And it is that similar vibe to the old restaurant where like, yeah, you might see somebody. Who you know makes like way over six figures a year, wearing a business suit, and the person right beside them might be like a twenty-two-year-old hung over out of their minds, who's just like <laughs> there for a really good fucking yeah, meal. Yeah, just like, like
0: we both want eggs and potatoes. Yeah, man. like that's it. But Have that's you true. had the it's bacon here, man? Food, it's fucking it's just, lit. <laughs> it's true though. Yeah. Well, and, but that's. I think that's the important part too. That likely you would have seen downtown at the gab mm-hmm. or i would imagine you would have was just like you saw such a mix because people were like oh the gab it's a fucking institution i should go eat there yeah but then it's also all the business business it was, bros it was, was better at lunch they're just yeah. like fucking give me my fucking steak frites before i fucking murder exactly, somebody yeah
1: right like so it was and that that was always the joke about it like s- even inviting my old roommate down like yeah he Just like loved the fact that he's like, I can smoke a doobie and like roll in there, and you just like comp me a plowman's lunch. <laughs> and the guy wearing the like Dolce and Gabbana suit to my left, like, just paid 40 bucks for a burger and a pint. And I'm like, yeah, yeah it's the best. <laughs> but, um, no, that's like I say, I just to me, I want. Us growing up in a small, like, say, town outside mm-hmm. of Ontario, we both kind of said, like, my parents and like siblings are like very meat and potatoes kind of thing. Yeah, like just very basic with the food. Oh, my fucking! Um,
0: my little sister is. Yeah, she still lives out in the country, and she and I. The she'd diner be fine. is
1: like the diner is such a universal menu that there, mm-hmm. there really is something yeah. there for everybody yeah. for like any time of day. Totally. In my opinion, like yeah, of, yeah. I can eat breakfast for dinner five days a week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do, dude. I'm like, not, I eat a half dozen eggs a day. I'm like, you do. Yeah, it's I've disturbing it. sometimes. It. Um, but like, so maybe. Hmm. I mean, I wonder. I wonder if. Do you ever think that when? Because inevitably, we'll be out. Like I'm already thinking of like five six years down the line where I'm like, how am I gonna get out? Where am I gonna go? Yeah. Like, what are my transferable skills? What skills do I need to build so that I can transfer more skills out? Is there like a is there a pathway that you're thinking of, or one that you're like, like I know my buddy Matt who's on uh, also the, uh, the biweekly co host. Um, shout out Matt. Um he he and john my buddy john started affinity fish they're like we love fish yeah people aren't doing fish right in ontario let's do it right let's build some connections with the fisher folk in the uh, and in um the indigenous communities Mm -hmm. so like they have two fishermen that they work with i think one more so than the other but um that are indigenous men that know um that know Georgian Bay and know, yeah, that's amazing and know the lake and know how to like, they, they, they just know it. They super well. And they've created these relationships with them. Is there a piece with that where you're like similar in that, in that kind of vein where you're like, okay, I like these elements that I could transfer to something else. And it wouldn't even have to be in food. Maybe you're yeah. transferring, maybe you're just like, completely out of food but like you still want to transfer that passion over so you don't go fucking insane yeah that's true
1: (laughs) um i don't think i'll ever lose the passion for it like that's even um like my partner and i were talking about it the other day is that um like just to say if i was out of the industry Mm -hmm. and that's she was even the one that brought up she said like you're you're kind of She said, like, your excuse for not cooking, basically, like, your excuse for not cooking me dinner all the time is because you're like cooking all day at work. She's like, from what I see in you, like, if you weren't cooking all day at work, like, you would be the type. You'd be uh, cooking me delicious food. (laughs) Yeah, you'd be cooking delicious food at home, like, five days a week. So I do feel like that part of the passion, like, I'll never, ever lose. Hmm. Um, That's good. The ideal goal for me is, like, obviously, I want to open, I'm going to open my own place one day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, When I say one day, in, I envisioned a lot sooner than later but um because of the pandemic it kind of made me rethink the gonna whole say, game plan evaluate um, like yeah that's a better word for it evaluate the game plan um I won't go crazy into detail I'm no, very funny. very lucky to have just like a family member who uh chose the right career path as is, uh, is a doctor and um also said she would be more than willing to like help Oh, I'll be like a, a co-signer yeah, investor. Basically, an inve- like my main and ins- only investor sort of thing. Okay, that's good. Um, so, yeah, yes. other than that, it's basically just kind of sorting out.
0: Yeah, and fine-tuning. S- and Sorting out, fine-tuning the skills, like exactly how, what style of place yeah. I'd
1: like to open.
0: I mean, you don't, you don't Um, seem like a fucking, you're not going for Michelin quality food. No,
1: I'm sticking with that home style. Like, yeah. Right. Like it's, I really do. But
0: neighborhood restaurants, like have you ever eaten at Union on Ossington? Yeah. 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 So like Union's been there for fucking over a decade. hundred percent. Fucking like, it's that kind of a restaurant that I think every place could aspire to be. Mm -hmm. Where you're just like, look, man, we're going to have ups and downs, but the food's going to be tasty. Yeah. It's going to be a neighborhood vibe. Like I you need it. neighborhood support, and exactly they they have had it. And so see, maybe a that's a huge
1: thing on top of all this. Though, Tomas, I'll say yeah. is that I don't think I'd ever open a restaurant in the city. Fuck no, I don't think I'd do it in the city. No, nah, it takes a special be, person. Yeah, I'd be headed back up north, uh, yeah, towards where the family is. Yeah, yeah, totally. But um places like Collingwood, yeah, like Muskoka, anywhere around there, there's yeah, lots of potential. Mm-hmm um
0: well especially as people it, are moving further and further away from the city because exactly they're like it, yeah well i can live remote and i already have a cottage so mm-hmm. why don't i just live at the cottage i can just bump my
1: internet yeah. up at the cottage and exactly we're good and, to go and say so you talking about um like your friends starting the um, like the fish get, the fish yeah, yeah it's it's all about those relationships and yeah. i definitely i have a lot of ties up there yeah um like I nice. said, when I when I originally came to the city, I planned on being here for two years. I've been <laughs> and that I've was what, here fourteen for, years later. So yeah, I've been here. It's again crazy to say now. I feel old as fuck, but I think if I've been here, f- probably 13, 14 years altogether. Yeah. But like eleven years, like consecutively now. A oh, yeah. yeah, which is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. So um, I know in the next. In the next four to five years there'll be a change. Yeah. Big change of some sort. Well and,
0: and rightfully so, man. Like yeah. you're getting into your mid thirties. Like how are you just turned 30, Just turned thirty three. Thirty-three. 33 yeah. Right. So like I'll I turned like- I turned thirty-two at the end of the year and like I was talking with people about like transitioning out of like offline and getting into uh kind of my next piece I've already told you about, but I'm not telling I'm, I'm I'm not telling the internet yet. But um but like a uh I mean actually I think I dropped a clue in an episode a few weeks ago but I, I maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Maybe I'm just misremembering. Who's to say? Who's to say? Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to go and listen. Um but it's it's one thing that I wonder I wonder where, where I'll be. Nah, Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Give it to me. Damn it.
1: Give it to me. Damn it.
0: I lost my train of thought there.
1: <laughs> We're talking about the future. We're talking about the future. I'm the one smoking pot over here. What are you losing your train of thought
0: for? Dude, I'm fucking tired. Um, <laughs> I'm tired. I'm hungry. I'm horny. I'm, I'm all of the above. Um, no. What was I fucking saying? What was it saying? We're were talking we talking about, the about? future. Muskoka. York, place,
1: Muskoka. What you're doing with your future, four or five year plan?
0: Yeah. well, we were sorry What are you doing with that. your life? It was probably something <laughs> to do with that. Probably something like that. Um <laughs> no, it was uh no, but I uh I I I uh, I god damn it. See, I told you, man. I'm good for like 40-50 minutes and then my fucking brain starts to lose it. That's all right. But, um, I mean, we're sitting at, yeah, 44, just hit 44 minutes. Um, the mental alarm. Yeah. The mental oh, alarm okay. is, uh, you should have stopped talking four hours ago. That's hilarious. Um, but I, no, I was so, okay. Sorry. Yeah. 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 So 33, 32, a buddy of mine who I was talking to has already transitioned out of restaurants, did it a number of years ago, but still works in food. He works. Uh, I won't say where he works, but, um, he still works with food in a different capacity. Yeah. Uh, he's a teacher. Now, I guess I can say what he does, but I'm not going to say where, um, he, he's a teacher now. And he's like, dude, he didn't start thinking about it until he was 33, 34. Yeah. And was, he's like, dude, if you're thinking about it now, that's great. You got a couple years jump on most of the people who are thinking about this direction. So figure it out quick. Yeah. like, get your shit in order, get your red seal in order, all that stuff. So like it might be something that I do or maybe just something I'm entertaining right now, but it's Mm -hmm. at least it's an idea. And I think that's the important part is to like, just have the idea yeah, and just start moving in a direction. Well, and that's
1: like, (laughs) like you, when you, cause you asked me about it, I think like my first week at the diner, Yeah, if I had my red seal or not. Yeah. And like, I'll be honest. It, hasn't necessarily helped me oh it doesn't help in se. restaurants and but that's just it in yeah. restaurants it doesn't help I've had a lot um, of people tell me they've been super stoked they got it but just as many say that like it doesn't matter yeah. Um, yeah. my personal opinion is like you just said in most restaurants it's not really going to affect anything hmm. but at the same time for like say even what you're questioning right now um a thought I always had was just that like as a chef, like you would call yourself a chef like you have put I call myself so a cook so but yeah i, a I cook, guess a I, cook, I i I, chef, I i, like I, I guess line, i'm a chef i guess that I'm a chef. fine yeah, line yeah. between like i would call myself a cook as well but like that fine line between like um
0: trying on my chef pants again yeah
1: and just more so that like you have put regardless if you would call yourself a cook or a chef your career you have put a shit ton of like your time and effort into God and everybody man. talks about how hard the red seal is to get and that it's like a pain in the ass and da da da, da. but in the grand scheme of things it's like not that tough to get yeah in comparison it's like, like st- study for a month and, much, and you'll yeah, be fine study for a month and you can like Rochelle said it the other day she like countered the test you know what I mean yeah I went to school for mine and like went through everything in my apprenticeship and da 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 She literally just had a chef sign off on her hours and she went in and wrote the test and passed it. Yeah. Done. And that's it. And it's a one-time, one-shot deal. deal. One-shot, one-time deal. You fail it. You got to pay again and you can write it again 50 times over. Yeah. But I would just say that if you've been cooking for more than like 10 years in somewhat of a professional setting, that like it's not that big of a waste of your time. Yeah. You know what like, yeah. it, dep- and, like and it depends especially what you're looking at doing. Like, well, you and it's to like in your own restaurant, you know you're gonna be there for 30 years. Like, no, you don't really need to go yeah. get it.
0: But if you're gonna fuck off on a cruise ship and make bank for a like six ship, months, a
1: hotel, or even like what you're saying, I don't want to teach, like yeah. and don't get me wrong, you you could get a teaching. Job without the red seal but again that would tie back into like the relationship yeah you'd we have to have earlier all the relationships and if there were no relationships ever. there and it was you versus somebody who had it like that yeah. person who has it is going to get the job yeah 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 period. yeah so that's so, where it's kind of like
0: and i think that's that's something that i'm starting it's it's like it's I'm i'm opening my eyes to the fact that like look yeah i can't do this forever mm-hmm. like and literally yesterday i had my legs crossed for like 10 minutes while I was having a conversation. And then like, I think I was here and my knee was just like, yeah, ow!" Knee were ow. Knee all afternoon. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I'm not out of shape. Like, what is this? It's like, it's literally just my knees are tired. Yeah. The well, body is at,
1: tired. Look at me. You said I've worked, um, if I've worked four weeks at the diner now, yeah. two of those weeks, I've come in on the Wednesday, just like, I can't walk
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, true. straight up. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, let well, we gotta we gotta get you going
0: to the gym yeah. and fucking we gotta get bummy fixed. Get your fucking core strength and get your stretches up. <sighs> and we got, well, I'll I'll send you I'll send you my boy's profile on Instagram. I Do still it have to, actually. yeah, you still have you. to fucking follow follow you on Instagram. Yeah. But um, I'll send you his profile and fucking reach out to him because like it'll it's sure. worth it, man. Like, oh, I will for sure. It's man. super worth it, and he has a hone membership, so he can just fucking show you all the stuff there. That's hilarious. And you're fucking yeah. a literal stone's throw away. Yeah. Um from like the best one of the best largest fucking gym spaces in the city. Yeah. Um pretty convenient. But we're sitting at we're sitting at about fifty minutes right now, which is usually kind of where I cap it. Between fifty and an hour. So uh-huh. um uh restaurant, shout outs, recommendations, comments, concerns.
1: Oh. I like that at the end. What do you feel like? Um, You're you right. know what? I'm gonna go I gotta think hard about this. I haven't been eating out often enough. Yeah. I'll be so you honest. You and you and Jakey went out to eat the other day. Where'd you go? Oh, that's right. That's right. We thought about it. it was, I'm, I'm give, I'll go with shout out and we're giving it to Avling. Avling. Okay. Gotta go to Avling Brewery. Restaurant and Brewery. Yeah. Uh What'd you guys have? Toronto, Ontario. East End. <laughs> M4M. <plant>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. LOL, uh, 69,
0: 69. <laughs> um, LOL, one, lo. That was my original postal code where I grew up in the country. So was mine.
1: No way you're lying.
0: No. One. LOL. L. No. Oh, no. L-O-G-1 L-O-G-1
1: L-O-G-1 A- L-O-G-1 L.O.G. One. L.O.G. One. Log. Log. Log log one uh, AO. Yeah. Okay. Cause yeah. my area code was L O L. Yeah. That would, I don't mind. I think that was this, I think that, is, that, that, was, the, that was the that was the county county over or whatever the fuck. Um, um this is an old yeah. address, but my old address was whenever I was calling to register for something was the name is Graham Bumstead and the postal code is L O L two T O. The amount of times they're like, Are you lying, sir? I <laughs> like sure, I promise, sure, I'm, sir, sure. sir. Yeah, I promise I'm not. <laughs> Um, um but yes, back to Avling. what did you guys eat? Uh so we didn't eat too much food. We shared um basically like uh, just shared after work. We just got shit faced <laughs> after work. No, we shared um we shared a nice bottle of uh flavored Saison. Okay, nice. So they do um I think they have four of them. Cool. Uh one of the servers explained to me the one day they basically have this like mother batch. Yep. of Saison on the go. And then they'll, and then they'll just they flavor kind of it with whatever. Th- they do rotate between three other like kind of off batches from that. Cool. Exactly what you were saying. Not so you know. the one we got was, I believe, um, orange zest. Orange zest. There was a hint of wine, like white wine and something else in there. I'm okay. forgetting the third. I know they do a cherry one. Yeah. They do a peach one. Yeah. They sell the plain one. And I believe there's another one. Mm. But um, it's called Orpheus. They come in these big, sexy liter and a half brown bottles with beautiful uh, labeling on them. Um, And then we just shared their kind of like plowman's lunch. It's called the Smorgasbord. Had some uh, in-house salami. Some blue cheese, which Jake was stoked about. I was super happy he wanted Jake to take it fucking off. Loves I was like, You like blue cheese? cheese? He's like, I love it. I was like, Perfect. Just pushed it. <laughs> it's all you, dude. It's yeah. all fucking you. And it's you. not, I don't hate it, but I just can't eat it. And like, I can have it mixed in with things. Uh, okay. But I can't just sit there and have a big bite of blue cheese. It yeah. makes my tongue feel fuzzy. Like, yeah. just, uh, it's nice. <laughs> just um, covered in fucking honey, dude. You're yeah. good to go. They did. They had um, some like some in house salami. Uh, smoked olives, mm. which was pretty nice. Um, actually, Jake was saying that he was pretty sure they were the same blueberries, the Ontario blueberries. Oh, they were probably we getting from Marks. Yeah, yeah. they had yeah. Uh, some nice blueberry compote on the plate, uh, some in-house mustard, some in-house bread. Yeah, Nice pretty good. tasty shit. Yeah, we saw, nice. and actually, by the way, we spoke of her name a bunch. Uh, we saw Rochelle in there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 she was. I remember. I remember asking her about that the next yeah. week, and she was just like, "Yeah, I was, I was a little too litty to to yeah. to go talk to the boys." I'm like, yeah, it happens now. I have to do the old Irish goodbye. You just fucking ghost. Ghost. You're like well, fucking out of here, man.
1: Too. She's also in there with the, like, and that's yeah. what I said. I'm like, it's she's like, in there with a friend. It's after work. She... Both having a bunch of drinks. She's not going yeah. through the like. I have to entertain this. Yes, yeah, super, super understandable. I'd, I'd be
0: like, like cool, be let's fucking bounce. Um but uh but yeah. not in
1: the kitchen. I think you're a loser. I'm <laughs> <gatewalk. laughs> just keep walking. Well, she never do that. She's
0: she's a fucking gem. She's yeah. the nicest lady. Um okay. Well, let's uh let's cap it. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks for having me, I man.
0: truly appreciate you showing me a little bit of the tech ropes right. and I'm gonna do my my own YouTubing and figure out how to fine tune it, it there, to what pal. I need it to be um but uh but yeah thank you very much the next two three episodes will just
1: sound a little bit each one will be crispier and crispier
0: here's hoping here's hoping thanks so much mate and uh bye for now everybody